0: We've been joined here today by Connor Sports Manager, uh, Nick Geish. and Nick, appreciate you coming on the show.
1: No worries at all.
0: Yeah, obviously, you got a lot, a lot of clients. And uh, first of all, I want to start with the main one, and that's Dan McStay. Obviously, he's a free agent from the Brisbane Lions, having a great season, probably his career best season heading into last season as well. He's pretty good. Uh, what's the contract status with Dan at the moment? Is he happy to stay or is he holding it out for now and see how things go the rest of the year? Uh,
1: good question, mate. For now, he's he's happy to hold off and it's, you know, he's, it is a big decision for him. He's been in Brisbane for coming up nine years. So um, yeah, he's weighing up a lot of things, to be honest, just, you know, family and he's obviously loyal, to, loyalty to the club, but um, there's no rush. He's, he's more than happy just to take his time over the next few weeks and speak to family and friends and at the right time, he'll make the call for him.
0: Is it fair to say he wants obviously because he's like 27 years of age, so he probably wants more of his last big contract type of deal?
1: Yeah, I think that's the way he's looking at it. But again, it's not always about the term and the dollars. It's more just, you know, taking a lot of things into consideration. But he's extremely happy in Brisbane. But at the same time, it's yeah, it's a big decision and um it's not something that he's going to rush into. He's he's taking his time and he'll get there at the right
0: time. Have you had offers some other clubs for you, up to you personally. It's saying that they have to show some interest in him, considering he is a free agent. And he's having probably the best two years of his career so far.
1: Yeah. I mean, there hasn't so much there haven't so much been offers, but there's certainly been clubs that are interested in Dan and would certainly love to talk if Dan was interested in um looking to make a move. But uh, for the for the moment and for the early part of the season, he's just been happy to play footy and we'll deal with all that stuff. Um yeah soon but again there's there's
0: probably no stage. now yeah, we've got some other clients of yours you have plenty as you know, head kind of sports management uh andy McGraw, i'm not sure if he's a client of yours but he's obviously out of contract this year um is Andy one of your clients or
1: uh, andy's looked after by robbie durazio obviously my work colleague so he's he's handling that one um so i'd, I'd probably let robbie to I'll probably let Robbie speak about Andy, but um, yeah, hopefully the bombers can, can get some wins on the board in the second half of the year and fingers crossed Andy stays.
0: Now, obviously one of your clients is Kyle Langford, would have us been pretty apt to get a long-term deal for Cole, being a free agent heading into the end of this year, uh, would have been pretty apt to get a three or four year deal for, for, Vesson, for him.
1: Yeah, he was happy. He's, um, yeah, he's, he's, yeah, he's been at Essendon for eight years now and had some injuries the past 12 months, which has been frustrating, but he should be yeah. back on the park in a few weeks. And yeah, he certainly was happy to get a, a long-term deal. It was four years and um, Kyle's, yeah, Kyle's a great young man and he's he's a leader and um, he's really keen to get back on the park and hopefully, you know, push the group forward over the next couple of years.
0: A few other clients of yours, Dan Houston and Clayton Oliver, you would have been wrapped to get long-term deals for them last year pretty much securing them for life at their current clubs yeah
1: so dan
0: dan was yeah dan
1: extended his contract a few months ago um around the start of the season which yeah. which was great because he's been there obviously a long time now and that does secure his future he's really happy at port um Clayton Clayton's out of contract next year so he'll be a free agent um but i imagine that we'd probably start looking to chat relatively soon on that, there's no rush, but I'm sure Melbourne would want to catch up and, and get that moving pretty soon.
0: So, am I correct in saying that Jane Stevenson was one of your clients as well? No, he's one of
1: Robbie Durazio's okay. clients as well.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, I just want to give you some general questions, Nick. Um, so how did you get to being, into play, being a play manager? How did that come about for you? And what, did, what progression did you have to do to get to the stage that you are at now? Yeah,
1: so good question. It's a long time ago. So this is my fifteenth year in player management, which seems seems like a long time ago. But um, yeah. I was studying at uni, and an opportunity came up to do some work experience, and I was more than happy to accept that. And then from there, um, it led to a job um, based over in Adelaide. My first year, and I've yeah I've been managing players ever since. It's been great. I love it i'm really fortunate to, to do, do a job that i'm so passionate about that's good
0: so for people that want to get into the business um what in your area what would you recommend they would do to try and get into that field that you're in right now
1: obviously you know university is important i studied a bachelor of commerce and majored in marketing and sports management so yep. it's always a good idea to obviously get the Get the course and get those qualifications ticked off, but then it's a matter of, I guess, rolling the sleeves up and getting some work experience, or um, you know, um, or just networking and getting to know some people in the field. That that that's what I did, as I said before. And we have a lot of people, a lot of students that get in touch and um, ask for advice, and that's always what I tell them: don't be afraid to to go and do some volunteer work or network, or and we're all, we're always pretty mindful of trying to give. People advice or opportunities, because I know that I was lucky I was able to get into it from a young age and I'm extremely fortunate, but it is a pretty tough field to get into. So um, we're always happy to help try and help people out or point them in the right direction if we can.
0: So once you're in the position you're in, how do you go about getting draftees that are heading into their draft year or even a few years out? Do you approach their local like Sandy Dragons or Dan Nolz and go to those type of clubs and then go from there? How does that come about?
1: Yeah, there's a there's a process that we have to follow where we're governed by the AFL um, Players Association, and there's a there's a pretty um, there's a pre- pretty clear set of guidelines in terms of how we're to go about approaching players, and, and the first yeah. protocol is through a portal where we have to lodge a, a letter and um, like an introduction letter to the player yeah. via their NAP league club, and then once yeah. the family have been passed, have had our letter passed on. Um, they'll get in touch with us or we'll get in touch with them and just start to try and get to know them and um, you know, have a chat on the phone to the parents or meet them at a game and just go from there, build the relationship. And obviously if there's a chance to meet and have a chat about our business and get to know them a little bit. Um, it's pretty competitive. So they'll they'll obviously talk to more than one agent. A lot of the time the good players might talk to four or five or six. Um, yeah. And then it's just up to them to go through their process and um you know like meet, meet the ones they want to meet and ultimately make a call on who they feel most comfortable with
0: so pat lapinski is obviously one of your clients as well so join the pies this year i did speak to craig and in the off season when a couple of weeks after they secured him obviously he was wrapped to get Pat to the club i uh, must have been pretty wrapped to get Pat, obviously, it was a very good play with the Bulldogs, but obviously the opportunity wasn't there as much. You'd have been wrapped to get him to Collingwood on a three or so year deal as well. Yeah,
1: it, it was it was good. Um, you know, Paddy was Patty loved his time with the Bulldogs. He grew up mm. a mad, mad Bulldog supporter. Um, yeah. But you know, he'd been there five years and probably for for a lot of his time at the Bulldogs couldn't nail down a consistent spot. So yeah. um, when 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 there was interest from Collingwood and there was a, a, there was a few other teams that we did speak mm. to earlier in the season when collingwood got in touch and i guess registered interest um yeah and it was probably just the opportunity and it's exciting like they're a big club Mm. a new coach probably just a start and i'm so pumped for him like he's grabbed it with both hands and he's playing really good footy i couldn't be more happy with how he's going
0: he's doing really well considering he's probably one of the best on the ground yesterday and then round one against the saints in round one he was probably best on ground as well so he's having some great performances there how, how do you go about um, helping someone like Pat trying to get through uh, the time at the Bulldogs? Obviously, he grew up as a Bulldogs fan, as you said, was going really well in the VFL, and when he got these odd opportunity in the side, he did pretty well, but it seemed to be like, you know, he was just in and out, even no matter how he performed, he was just kind of like a backup in a way.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's difficult, it's, fr- it's frustrating, and, you know, you probably go through the ups and downs with the players and, um, mm. yeah, just offering support and a bit of advice you know from a bit of um guidance on how you've handled other players and other players in the same position but um yeah in the end like he he did his part because he played fantastic footy in the vfl and he kept performing and other clubs were really impressed with i guess just his um determination and character to keep pushing through even though he was probably a tad unlucky not to get more opportunities um yeah. And he was probably someone that I always thought would get a chance somewhere else because he's a good player. We all know that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And obviously Collingwood was a great fit. And he was, you know, he probably saw that they had some older players, but then some younger players. And he felt like he was just a really good fit to be able to sort of mingle in with those. And um, and obviously, like, there's other things playing on the MCG most weeks. And for a big club, yeah. he was absolutely pumped to to join the Pies. And he's, yeah, he's had such a great start to his, time at Collingwood.
0: Yeah. Or you said there was a few clubs interested. Was Essendon one of those type of clubs, because obviously they're the type of, he's the type of player yeah. that they kind of yeah. need at the moment.
1: Yeah, Essendon was interested, um, Essendon was definitely interested. There was a couple of others, um, Carlton and Sydney, that showed a bit of interest as well. So, um, but I think they both, at the time, like Carlton, were obviously um, Adam Chera and George Hewitt, who were two yeah. of our. Um clients here at Connors Sports and Sydney had a bit on as well. Um, so in the end it worked out that it was Collingwood and it was probably a perfect fit in hindsight.
0: And you just I know you said they're not probably not your clients, but they're in your management group, Adam Chair and George Shoot. I was pretty yep. impressed how they're going because Adam Cher was a good young player, was great at Freo. George Showett was pretty good at Sydney, He had some tagging yep. roles there, but now he's playing more pure mid and he's probably happening. probably leading their BNF at the moment, or up there with Patty Cripps anyway.
1: Yeah, no, they're they're both going so well, and they've both, I think, um, complemented, you know, Cripps and Walsh and some of the other players at Carlton. They've they've both slotted in really well, and both playing their roles. And it's it's been great to see them go there. And you know, Carlton's obviously on a bit of a roll too, so it's exciting. And hopefully, the boys can keep it up and have a really good end of their season.
0: Now, you mentioned Tom Tom Powell's also one of your clients, obviously at the Ruse from South Australia. How do you think he's going so far? Because he was a bit in and out towards the start of this year. Now started to get back in the side. Also, they've had a lot of injuries as well. But I must be happy that he's back in the side and going all right, too.
1: Yeah, he was, you know, he was awesome last year when he came in and Mm. um, made such a good impact in the first half of the year before he went down with his OP. Um, Mm. And I think the OP really affected him over the preseason. He didn't get a really good, solid block of training. And he was basically off his legs up until after Christmas. So It probably didn't surprise me that he's had a... um, Probably took him a little while to get moving and sort of get his fitness up. But now that he's back, um, I thought he was quite good on the weekend. He played a lot on ball. And I'm expecting a big second half of the year from him because he's a really good player.
0: Do you you expect Tom to stay in North or will it be something that, you know, kind of wait until his country's out towards the end and then figure out a process?
1: No, Tom signed for another two years, uh, sort of midway through last year. So he's got... He's obviously got next year and the year after at the Roots, which is great.
0: Uh, Alex within is another one of your clients. Also, he was at the prison yeah. lines for a fair while, but obviously at the Eagles now, obviously, they've been well-documented, a lot of COVID and uh, depleted injury list. Um, must be happy with the performance that he's had and probably racking up good 20-plus possessions every week and uh, being a consistent perform for them in the back half is on the ground as well.
1: Yeah, it hasn't been the easiest year for the Eagles um, players, mm. or, but he's yeah, he's been really consistent. He had a good... Alex had some injuries last year. I think it was a groin um, sort of in the middle part of the season. Um, but yeah. yeah, this year he's been, he's played, I think he was suspended for a week, but he's basically yeah. played for a week, but he's played the full year and he he always, I mean, he's always found a lot of the ball, but I think his defensive stuff has got a lot better. And um, yeah, he's, he's having a really consistent year and hopefully, you know, things turn there a bit. Um, he's enjoying his time over at West Coast and, really proud of
0: how it's going. Now, I've got to ask this for Melbourne fans. You say Clayton Oliver's out of country, end of the year. As of right now, does he want to stay in Melbourne for the rest of his career? Because he's obviously been really good for them.
1: Yeah, of course he does. Like, he's extremely happy. And I mean, just the, you know, from, I guess from when he got to the club until now, just how amazing the journey's been. It was pretty tough early days and he's been through all the, you know, all the tough times and obviously, what they were able to do last year was unbelievable and then you know the start to the year they've had this year so he's extremely loyal he'd love to be a melbourne player for life and um yeah he's very determined to to win more premierships there for sure
0: yeah obviously it's t- t- debated about a lot of the mid-season trade what's your thoughts on that idea and possibly of that eventually happening in the AFL?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'd love to see a mid-season trade period. Like, we've all got players. And a prime example was Lipinski last year where yeah. dominating the VFL and, um, you know, would have played regular footy at most teams. Um, but obviously, you know, stuck in the VFL, um, not, you know, not getting opportunity. So I'd be all for it. Um, it'd be an exciting addition to, you know, the role that we have already. And I think there's a lot of players around the, around the country that are looking for opportunities. Like a player's career is pretty short and if there's an opportunity to go and you know play a lot of footy or get another crack somewhere else I'm I'm all for it. So yeah I'd love there to be a mid-season trade period.
0: Now speaking ahead of the trade period this season do you expect it one to be late? Same as some of these journeys like the Demon is the biggest trade period ever. Would you expect this year's trade period to be relatively quiet or do you expect it to be a pretty decent one coming up or too early to tell? I guess I only
1: really ever consider our you know kind of sports players but from our end i think i don't think we'll be overly active just off the top of my head um uh, and obviously a lot of the free agents have have started to sign so i mean you never know there's always there's always some things that sort
0: of creep
1: up at the last minute but i think we'll be relatively quiet this year i'd imagine
0: i was just going through some of your clients and your kind of sports management and the king twins max and ben obviously both have re-signed you must have been pleased as part of the, your group um, to yeah. see ben re-signed at the sun's obviously it's well document all the people saying oh, he's yeah. going to go to Kilda, or he's automatically going to leave but we don't have to see him stay at the sun's at least for now anyway yeah no that that was good
1: and obviously you know it was such a shame that he got injured because mm. he's such a such a really you know great young player and the suns are having a great year and it would be awesome to see you know how they'd go with a fit ben king in their team yeah. Um, like the, the boys troll and Caswell would have been awesome for him but ben's obviously yeah. would would add so much um but yeah that was great and he's a from what i you know know of ben i don't know him too well personally i know robbie robbie and paul know him really well but he's yeah. very loyal and he enjoy, enjoys his time up at the gold Coast and max max is having an awesome year and you know sort of a, a, last year was a bit of a breakout year um and he's continued on that form and He's, he's an emerging superstar, so, you know, I, I, I know he's very happy at St Kilda and hopefully there for a long time.
0: Nick, I really appreciate you coming on the show and I uh, would love to have you on any time and uh, good luck for the rest of the season and the trade period coming up.
1: No worries, mate. Thanks for having me.
0: Thanks, Nick. Cheers.